0: Open. Damn it, open. Prime, you said the Matrix would light our darkest hour. Magnus, I want the Matrix. Never. All right all right welcome back everybody to goddamn <laughs> mhq it's one of your hosts neil joining me always is uh who, who's over there Soulbro. yo what's
1: going on man? happy new year everybody <laughs> welcome guys happy
0: new year everybody happy yes new it's, year. it's the first um episode of gundam for 2019 Damn. uh this one of your hosts neil and uh joining me is soul and Soulbro. Yeah. um How's things. It's been a while since we've been on, so uh, Any, tri- anything change? Anything tri- change? Any changes?
1: It's tripping me out to be in the year of Blade Runner, guys. We're here. We finally made oh, it. Oh yeah, man, we you know? are. The smog and rain in Los that. Angeles. Yo, let's go. <laughs> constant, yeah. constant humidity over there. How does it? How's it? How's it? How's it, how's it feeling over there, Neil? You feeling the? Well, last of week there
0: was rain. Oh, yeah, indeed, there was rain, and so yeah. But um, no, not not too much humidity right now. Oh but, um, man. <clears throat> but yeah, welcome back everybody. Uh, this is episode 204 of Gundam and MHQ and this episode we're going to kick it off with um, yeah, something that a lot of people have been talking about this, this probably what, last two months or so? When, when did this movie come out? It came out on
1: uh, right, uh, the 21st of December, so right before Christmas.
0: Yep, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. It was an early Christmas gift and Indeed. that's going to be Bumblebee, the movie. You know, it's just called Bumblebee. They should have called it Bumblebee, the movie. <laughs> it, would,
1: it, may have, it may have gotten more uh, more uh, more people to go see it if they did. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. yeah. It exactly wasn't a, a blockbuster, would you say, no.
1: At least not in the States. When it came out, it was third at the box office. Came out the same weekend as at, uh, Aquaman. And also, Into uh, the Spider-Verse was still making money from the weekend beforehand. So, that mm-hmm. Enter the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. came in second on its opening weekend. So, it was up against some tough, some steep competition. Excuses,
0: excuses, excuses. Man. Uh, what a what a, what a what a
1: dumb move to get this movie out I there. I thought,
0: I thought G One Transformers was gonna save us all. I oh, know, man, heart and soul. <laughs> Must have lacked heart and soul. Oh no! no Damn no. it, man. But yes, that will be our uh, our topic tonight is Bumblebee the movie. But um, Soul, bro, anything as I saunter over to the first news of the year, well, in you the haven't... Larry King Memorial News Studio. Oh, if you shit, got a news story. Just tell me, I could go to breaking news.
1: Well, it's not breaking news? Uh, it's uh, it's actually something I wanted to make the viewers uh, and the listeners aware of. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Donald Relance recently um uh, edited and put together a compilation episode uh, for Ooh. 2018. I uh, posted yeah. it up a couple days ago. So if you guys haven't checked that out yet, and you want to run back some of the classic moments of of 2018, you can check that out over at uh, over on the on the um on the feed. Whether you find us on iTunes or wherever you get us, uh, you can also find us on Android over on podcast um i forget what the app is but there's a podcast app on uh god dang on android it's a podcast something Ah, Uh, anyway it'll 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 come to me anyway apple world order apple world World order apple world order Order. submit (laughs) and i lost the music because my mouse mouse hit the floor what the (laughs) hell (laughs) but yeah um we uh we uh the episode just recently dropped so if you guys normally download episodes from the uh mp3 feed uh please feel free to go and grab that and uh, much appreciated if you do. Uh, shout out to Dolo Relance for editing another great uh, compilation, as always. And uh, make sure to thank him on Twitter at Dolo R. That's D-O-L-L-O-W, capital R. And uh, thank him very much for uh, working on that, man. That's what's up. But uh, praise be to Dolo. Shout out to Yup. I see you, Yup. I see Yazzie, too. And uh, I'll throw it back to you, Neil.
0: Yeah, well, I'd like to tell everybody, too. Uh, give uh, Dolo... Some you know, some thanks for doing that because it's out of his own um, we don't ask him to do that, so mm-hmm. he he does it out of just his own kindness. so um, hit him up. I think he's on he's on Twitter and um, probably a couple yep. other things. so yeah
1: he's on Twitter and Facebook, but he so just know, tell him totally uh, good job. He feels uh, feels a lot of attention on uh, on Twitter at Daloar so check him out over there. Mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. love to know how much you like the episode. Many thanks to him.
0: Yep, yep. So that means we're going to the first news of 2019. Oh-ho! And we're going to start with a news story for 2018. And always, if you have any news stories, you can always submit them to the Neo's Listener, submit a news articles thread in the Gundam section of the Mecha Talk forum. And the first one here comes from burtman for first of 2019. Um, I can't get the the website's not working, but he gave me some information here and I don't know how, um, <laughs> I don't know how true this is. Cause I can't really back it up, but I guess there is on right stuff. There was a universal century Gundam, Blu-ray bundle. Oh, the retail price was $1,179 and 81 cents, which is kind of weird. 79 and 81. is that wasn't that like, um, MSG. And what was 81? Is that, uh, Oh yeah. Um, uh, um, um, but it's 0080.
1: The po- well, no, the 0080 was worn in no. the
0: pocket. Oh, uh, I guess... But 81 did but, have
1: like a, a comic book or game, if I recall. Yeah, there was
0: something. I don't think it was... Um,
1: it wasn't a series. Yeah, I don't think it
0: was... It wasn't a series, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> yeah, the retail price was that. I guess the price for... Uh, on Right Stuff, they were selling it for five hundred and fifty nine ninety nine. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's all Universal Century Gundam for Blu-ray, that's probably a pretty good price. Because, I mean, you're probably figuring, what about... I don't know how many how many DVDs probably about ten DVDs at least.
1: I would imagine so. If it's a UC, uh, if it's a UC collection, I mean, you got. I mean, plus, <clears> plus <throat> if anything, it's more so, uh, more so, um, Universal Century. Well, Universal Century, but it's it's uh, Universal
0: Century. Yeah, yeah I can't, uh, I can't view the link, so uh, I, movie, I don't know. I think it was, it might have been just a holiday thing. Yeah, or it got whatever.
1: down. I, I clicked on the link too, and it's not coming up, which means yeah. it must have been a temporary thing. But it would have been cool to have all the details there. I, if anything. Shout outs to Burtman. Anybody buy it? No. That's what I want to know. Anyone? Anybody yeah. scoop it? Let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you could probably collect them uh, by, series by series for cheaper. Yeah. But um, thank you, Mr. Burtman, for, for your submission. Oh, the next two come from Philly Gundam Fan. He's got oh. a link here. Man, it looks like Gundam Narrative is going to screen across 450 US theaters. Mm hmm on uh, February 19th the Gundam narrative dub will be screened across the US by Phantom Events the first 50 attendees at each screening will receive a mini poster tickets go on sale on January 8th, uh, January 18th so they're on sale right now
1: I think I'm going to see this I'm actually going to go see this I, I'll, I'll I get I'll off work. check
0: to see if it's anywhere here yeah, but you're, sure in, you're in LA
1: so you, yeah. <laughs> Yo, so, sorry, you're, you're in Southern I'm California sure some... oh, you have no choice no no problem <laughs> But they show a lot of anime up the street from where I live, too. So, um, uh, Uh, it's
0: becoming a regular, yeah. Yeah. Gundam narrative. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This was the, this is like the fan, the fan stuff, the Gundam narrative. I remember us talking about this where you'd have the different, um, yeah. Okay. We'll have to see how this goes. Yeah. I mean, it looks interesting.
1: It looks cool, but I I hear a lot of uh, people knocking it because they, they, it's it's a very, it's very, um, What's the word? It's the it's very uh, uh, a, a young adult, so um, oh. you know it's it's gonna have a little bit of that. I, mean, I don't want to say Twilight because that's like the go-to for a young adult, but um, it's it's gonna so have...
0: original Mobile Suit wasn't a little young adult. I mean, I mean, they're all young you want... adult. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's be real. yes. They deal with actual adult themes, but yeah. I mean, they're all like teenagers. So I don't know. I mean. Well, it... Check it out. We're living in a day and age where we got Dragon Ball Super uh, in in the movie theaters right now.
1: And I have to still go see it. I can't wait to go see it. How people
0: are complaining about this? Because it's like, even just a couple years, man, I wish we'd have more more anime offerings like on Netflix Mm -hmm. and Hulu. And then it's like, every time you go on those things, it's nothing but anime. I think Netflix, (laughs) once everything gets pulled off of them from every other content provider, it's opening their own um, streaming service. So you're going to have nothing shitty ne- Netflix originals and um you know and anime <laughs> <laughs> yo Yazi yo, says this new type heavy so you
1: know that's cool man I don't oh. I don't have I don't have a problem with new types like a lot of people do like people say man I don't want to see any more new types I love the mystique behind new types man I do yeah, I love... rich,
0: rich I wonder what version of new type it's gonna be
1: well it's universal century so it, we're probably gonna get the uh
0: like I said which rich version will oh, it be shit, the
1: fire and brimstone new type we're gonna find out yeah <laughs> we gotta find out man but yeah so, good times
0: but uh yeah and uh, uh philly gundam fan comes back he's got a link here the hathaway's flash movie trailer is now streaming so oh. i haven't i haven't had a chance to take a look at it but myself but, i haven't um, seen
1: it either you want to well, let's, take yeah. a, let's take a deep dive man let's get let's get torn <laughs> off of youtube let's do it
0: okay uh,
1: <laughs> i'll just edit it out uh, of the of the of this of the youtube thing it won't take too long
0: no 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 don't don't, don't, don't do worry it. about that oh, yeah damn don't. it well you know what we'll do it on a separate thing yeah day. you know one day one day we will
1: damn I, yeah i do want to see this yeah. shit though but oh well oh well I'll fix yeah
0: it. let's because it's it's too much trouble god damn it <laughs> damn you copyright damn you youtube <laughs> but uh oh yeah philly gundam fan comes back with another um another article here and it looks like um gundam iron-blooded orphans you remember that the orphans and the blood and and the death and the destruction and all that looks like they're going to receive a side story in mobile app form so i guess this would be before the end of the show um because (laughs) (laughs) if it's all the characters we know and love um um but oh here's here's a little thing it's going to be Created by the same staff who worked on the first two seasons of the anime, mm-hmm. it's set during the IBO anime, and the story centers around of Fom, a boy born and raised in the Radista colony floating above Venus. Venus, which lost terraforming rivalry with Mars, is a remote planet for even for which even the four major economic blocks have shown little interest. Wistario wishes to change the status quo of his birthplace. And then appearing before him is a girl who claims to be the guide of the Yura hunt, whatever that is. He says, and what we'll get, it, we'll get it in English. Oh, he says, well, we get it in English. Who the hell knows? So, um, I don't, did they talk about penis in the show? I don't remember that. It might've, um,
1: if they did, it was in like passing. And I, I honestly don't know. Um, I honestly couldn't remember if there was. Uh, yeah, I don't remember matter. either. So
0: yeah, and if they did, it was very brief. So. Yeah, um, and didn't really matter to that story. So, uh, but thank you, Mister Fun- uh, Philly Gundam fan, for your submission. Oh, Rodimus seventy six gave us the first Survey News Alert oh, of two thousand nineteen. No. <laughs> How appropriate! Oh no, during the Bumblebee <laughs> review.
1: <laughs>
0: God How save us! Appropriate. So, Soulbro. Yes. You know what? Give the alert. Oh, oh, I don't have it queued up, but you know, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Post production. It's it. Post production. Post
1: production. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Yo, it's been a while since we had a Michael Bay alert. Damn it! I wish I had it queued up. It actually,
0: it actually, has been a while. Oh my and god! This is coming from the good old Geek Tyrant website, haven't gotten a story from them in a while, but mm-hmm. it looks like. There is another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot in development. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it looks like uh, (laughs) it says here Paramount Pictures is developing another movie reboot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they're looking to start production on it next year. Producers Michael Bay, Andrew Form, and Brad Fuller of Platinum Dunes will be back to produce the film with Andrew Dodge writing the script from what dropped at the Critics' Choice Awards saying – "Quote: We're doing a reboot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at Paramount. This is looking like production at the end of the year." Then he further stated, "Did you just give away something? Oh boy, I think we—I think the preceding two turtles movies, we did what we did the per, two turtles preceding turtles movies, but I don't know that we are saying that we're making it. But that's good to know. Oh my God! So, yeah, <laughs> um,
1: Transformers." <laughs>
0: That's all I, know. I I saw those movies. I've never been a huge mutant, a teenage mutant ninja turtles fan. I mean, I yeah. like them, but I've never been like really hardcore. I, I know some book. people are more hardcore than others. Yeah. Um. I know the movies are always vastly different than the actual comics. So. Yeah and you know all that but are you excited about this i mean i
1: mean i, I caught the bug when i was uh, when the when the first season of the animated series came out way back in the day right but uh you know i was becoming a teenager so i just uh i kind of fell out of it i, I kind of like it wasn't like the, the the magical age you were when transformers and gi joe came out it was it was we were just basically moving up and moving on at that time so it didn't really stick with me but i always have liked and had an affinity for the turtles uh, but I don't know, man. These the last movie wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good either. And I did like the one that came before, but it's a little too soon to be doing another one. I, I guess they're just trying to uh, to to make that money, man. I'm trying to get yeah. It's rage. like everything's
0: getting rebooted now, which yeah, is man. kind of appropriate, stating that we're doing the Bumblebee movie. But yeah, um... yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, uh, Rodimus Seventy Six, for the first survey news alert. Of the year. and oh boy. Yeah, he says – he puts in quotes, uh, parentheses, sort of. I got a feeling um is pro- – you know, and I'm sure a lot of fans will like this. I don't see him directing too much anymore. It seems like he's got the old, I'm going to produce because it's a lot less trouble and I can make a lot more money. Yeah, it's true. So, a lot of money. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's trouble with the productions, but, I mean, there's a lot less, like, fan backlash because – um, it is funny that one of the producers of Bumblebee is, uh, Sir Bay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Rod of 76 comes back with a robo apocalypse news alert. Oh man. Go for it. Yeah. Post-production soul, bro.
1: <laughs> Damn it.
0: <laughs> oh, oh man. Extra work. This comes from the Geek Logie. Oh man. Vision of the future. An army of robotic spiders on the march. Oh my oh god. Oh my god. Oh my god. We just Robutics you... 3D printing Z6 robot is trying to give us an awkward teenage you... boner with a 1980s theme-inspired aerobics routine. And today an older video of the swarm of their TX8X spider robots preparing for battle. Yeah. I mean, mm.
1: why would they do this? Why would they, I don't know? Why would they? Why would
0: you do this, guys? Why? Why does everything that's robotic gotta be like it's oh. one step from killing us? <laughs> just put a just put a killer laser on the front of it. We're done.
1: We're done, yeah. man. Oh my god.
0: So, but oh. uh, thank you for that submission, um uh, Seventy Six. Oh, and he comes back with another submission, but it's. Not theme submission. It's just the normal submission. And it looks like some some um, mecha drama explodes in the Fafner and the Azure, the Beyond trailers. Oh. So if you go to Crunchyroll, there's some trailers of um, the Beyond trailers. So check those out. Looks like Solbro is going to be doing a lot of trailer watching after oh the show. Oh my
1: god! Apparently, man, I, you know, I haven't I've not watched a Fafner since the first one. Uh, I've been meaning to, but uh, I just haven't got around to it, man. <clears throat> that first series like burned burned my brain. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for that first Ooh. series is a little shocking. Man, yeah. It
1: really is, but uh, I kind of been wanting to dive into the rest, and we still got Horai face though. I will say this: plenty of Horai face going on right now. Good shit. Mm-hmm. Good shit, man. Mm-hmm. This, some things just don't stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Yazi eighty eight comes back with some uh, with with, a, with his first post of the year, saying there's a new SD Gundam game announced for later 2019 release. It's called G-Generation Crossrays. It's a turn-based strategy RPG that is another entry in a long-running G-Generation series. It's coming out for PS4, Switch, PC, and there's going to be an Asian-English version confirmed for all three versions. There's going to be no UC series, 4AU Gundam series with their various side materials, Wing Universe, Seed Universe, 00 Universe, I mean our universe mm-hmm. um I- and the ibo universe so he's got a link here to gametsu so check that out oh my god oh. rodimus 76 comes back with such an appropriate news article for this thing what happened looks like there's a bumblebee sequel now in development oh so.
1: oh thank god i was wondering if the movie made enough money yeah. they garnered the interest
0: Well, Uh, I'm going to go to the geek tyrant here, and we're going to find out, because it looks like it did. Oh, man. For all you those hoping to see a sequel to director Travis Knight's Bumblebee, you'll be happy to hear that the sequel is now in development. All right. Wow. News comes from Deadline, which teases it may revolve around both Bumblebee and Optimus Prime, which makes sense as those two characters were hanging out with each other at the end of the film. Oops, spoiler alert. Oops.
1: Um, (laughs)
0: So spoilers will be had. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Damn.
0: Yeah. Producer Lorenzo Di Bonaventure says, "Yeah, we had many objectives, including to bring a new set of families into the series, and that succeeded. And after markets, that will continue to succeed in a big way. Part of our obligation was to bring people back who left the franchise or never experienced it, which worked well. We are finding our way." Our intention was to please the core fans, but also bring a new audience. So, looks like Bumblebee was hitting the $400 million mark worldwide. And this was um, on January 22nd. So, it's probably a little bit more at this point. So, um, man, there you go, So, Bro.
1: That's good shit. I'm glad to hear that they're um, they're working on this. Or I certainly hope something comes of it. Guess I guess there's
0: no speculation on the sequel in, in yeah, this review.
1: I, I, I hope this is not just... Uh... This is just not a uh, vaporware, and then actually, something comes of it because there's. No, it doesn't seem like it. I'm not mm. going to spoil the ending, but there's there's a uh, there's a lot of potential for a pop off sequel for this, and you know where the movie ends is actually a pretty good place for them to have a, a dope ass movie. Uh, so I would hope to see it, and I hope they get it going.
0: Does does the John Cena Marine movies do they dovetail into? Are they part <laughs> of the Bumblebee universe?
1: You know the anybody battle? know out there. You know, I'll get into the speculation about his character once we talk about the movie. That but, he's yeah. the general. Yeah. That he's with the Hawk from G.I. Joe or some shit.
0: <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that one. Okay, we'll, uh, go, we'll get into the review. Uh, no, no I got problem. a couple other um, things here. Yeah. Oh, there's some Yogi uh, Tamino news. Oh, shit. Looks like uh, he had some comments uh, on the upcoming adaptation of Hathaway's Flash. And he's. Oh, no. <laughs> this is from the shade he goes, and he's not being crotchety, but yet rather positive. Oh, let's what? see what Tamina-san's got to say. Get out. <laughs> yeah, and this is, this is coming this from all. Anime News Network. Yo, i mad. So it <laughs> looks like he shared an official comment, and he said this, quote, 30 years after I wrote those novels, they are finally being adapted into film. As an author, I am so happy, he said. Man. He noted the theme of the novels is, quote, what decisions are necessary for modern society? Wow, he's being very introspective here. To at this guy. And he goes, uh, another quote, The real world hasn't progressed and may have even regressed because of all the Gundam fans who gave this story a chance to reemerge. Its themes can pierce through society today. Mm. Wow. Word? All right. Yes. And he says here, he, he, he concluded what he says, the production staff are getting younger, and the viewers who take in their work are even younger than that. I believe that this young generation will one day pave the way for the reformation of humanity for new types. Wow. Look at Tamino. <laughs> you know what? You know, you know what Sunrise needs to do? They What's need that? to make him into like um, Stan Lee. He needs to be in it. He needs to somewhere <laughs> pop up in every Gundam show.
1: Hey, man. You know, he popped up in a day on, so. That's 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 yeah, the and He, did, yeah. he she was there. So just br- let's yeah, keep bringing well, it back, man. Let's keep bringing it back. That was him.
0: Yeah, but I mean I'm saying he should be like the um he should be like Stan Lee in uh the Gundam Universe. Yeah. Um I'm down with that. So last one here comes from Yazi. Oh. And it looks like there are some Evangelion anima light novels that are gonna be localized in the US by Seven Seas Entertainment. Ooh. It's yet another alternate take from the end of the television series oh my God. taking place three years after, featuring older and mature versions of the main cast along with Avan Gillian. Of of course. I think I've seen I think I've seen this, the Japanese version a couple of years ago.
1: Hmm.
0: I want... Yeah, I think I've seen this on online. Well, uh, God, how many times can you?
1: We tell the same story. Uh, Holy a, a God, really? Line. I mean, I mean, I, I'm cool with Ava, but come on, man. I mean, you guys have had so many like alternate takes and spin-offs and whatnot, man. And it's like, dude, did the, like, is I it would, all in
0: Shinji's mind? Did
1: it really happen? I, what I would love to see is the creative team behind Ava come back and do something. <laughs> do something brand new. Hey, come on! Yeah, that's not yeah it's not Ava. It's not Ava. Just come on, make a new, make a new iconic anime uh, for us. And in, in this, this in this day and age, It would be really cool. But uh, they're 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 milking it for all it's worth, man. I mean, I, again, oh. I enjoy Ava, but I, I I'd really be hard pressed to pick this up. Um, mainly because there's been so many retellings of Ava so far.
0: I I, collect... I don't even know what. to... <laughs> I mean, I used to joke, it's like, what is the actual real end of it? And it's yeah. like, I don't even know anymore. Now it's getting to a point where it's. I mean, I mean, and this may not be that bad because they're saying they're a little older and stuff, and and that's okay. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's a, it
1: it's a, is it, like, it is an interesting take because be, it it would be refreshing to see the characters a little bit older and uh, a little bit more mature. But they're still teenagers, so they're still gonna make some yeah. dumb teenage mistakes. I mean, would, I mean, but, would,
0: but this this one is gonna be it's the end of the show, the original show. It's yeah. an alternate take. And then it's going to take three three years after that. So it's uh-huh. probably the rebuilding of society. Yeah. But
1: I guess I seeing. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yazzie says Shinji actually adopts Kaji's uh, Kaji's looks. Oh, he he starts to grow a, hair, a, uh, a ponytail and become school. Your word. Oh. Yo, I mean, can that really happen? I <laughs> <What can't. laughs> well, well, if wonders ever cease. <laughs>
0: So thank you everybody for who submitted, and uh, as always, if you have any news stories, always submit them in the Neo's n- listener submitted news articles thread in the Gundam section of the Mechatalk forum. And um, so, bro, anything before we go into our first and only topic of the night?
1: I just want to thank some of the people who are watching. Shout out to Mighty Observer and PlayMex mm-hmm. over on uh, Twitch. Thanks for watching over there, guys. You guys are holding it down. And over on YouTube, I've seen cats like uh, Yazi, of course. Yup uh daniel mason Daniel mason he's here he's <laughs> here man yo uh jose noel is here yo austin is here man yo i see you i see you austin who else is here james hamlin what's going on baby and who else uh got Bryant roberts yo he was here he was mad early man he was uh, right after yazzy got here man shout out to everybody if i miss someone please please skewer me in the chat all right <laughs> i'm sorry but uh yeah, all right yeah, that's what's up man thank you oh night night uh nine five six is also here, man. Shoutouts to him and everybody else who's watching. Thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, if you guys want to watch it live, by the way, make sure to find us on YouTube.com slash uh, If you want to watch us live, just uh, add a slash and a live next to that, and you'll find us. We usually uh, stream on uh, at least two Thursdays a month. Uh, just keep keep uh, following us on Twitter to find out when. And uh, thank you very much.
0: Yep. And thank you, everybody, for supporting. And by the way if i sound like a little crap it's because i've been getting over losing my voice so oh, wow i'm okay but everything is um if i don't have my usual pep in my step then that's what it is so <laughs> Too <much nightmare>. um <laughs> yeah, no um just a lot of drinking in this uh ricolas man yeah, yeah um i'll light you up but um well we're gonna go into the 2018 release of bumblebee and before we begin this will be spoiler heavy, so if you have not seen this movie, we
1: already passed that point and over five now. minutes ago. <laughs> Damn.
0: Yeah, we said something, but that—that's well, yeah. not the whole movie. That's too. That's Yeah, true. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I've just. Yeah, I movie. mean that. But um, yes, if you haven't seen it, um, turn away, turn off, to uh, what is it? Tune in, tune, tune out, and drop out, or whatever. There you go. Those mm-hmm. what they used to say, something like that's that. Something right? like that. Yeah. All right, so bumblebee it's, it's based on of course the transformer character of the same name oh boy and it's the sixth installment of the live-action transformers films which began with the a classic the 2007 transformers but um this one i guess would be a prequel yeah. so bro how how I is this don't... just prequel soft reboot it seems awesome is it something there's a lot that was in the bay movies
1: yeah i mean it seems to serve two masters number one you could see it as a prequel to the bay movies but at the same time there's elements in this film that don't fit but you know then right. again the, the bay films also lack continuity between each other anyway so that's not yeah, a they... shock but but yeah, watching watching this movie is like it could be a prequel to the Bay films, or yeah, it could well, be its we'll, own brand new thing, and that's what I hope it's going to be. But back to you.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into that. We'll yeah. just do a quick like story outline. So, of course, starts on Cybertron, like all good things start in, in all Transformers media, and it's the battle between the evil Decepticons and the heroic Autobots, and of course, <laughs> we see. Um, Optimus Prime just being in his all-G1 favorite, and I'm sure – Soul Bro, did you have a little warm feeling between your legs when you saw that the, for the first time?
1: The first five minutes of this film, with all those appearances and all the shit that was going on, man. I, you should you should ask my wife. She saw me bug the f out when I was watching the first. Oh five my minutes. god, oh god wave, Piece oh of my Cassette recorder? Yo, it's oh Wheeljack. It's Wheeljack, son. Yo, oh shit, RC, what's going it's on? What's going actually,
0: on? It's actual <laughs> Wheeljack too. It's yeah, like right? Actual like like a blinking blinking ears, Wheeljack.
1: Yes. Dude, it was it was both Ratchet and Ironhide looking as they should, man. I was I was just yeah. I was I was done after the first five minutes. Like the movie already blew its load right there.
0: So <laughs> bro was done. He's like, I I already this is my best movie I've seen all year. Oh. But um, <laughs> so of course, as always, the Autobots, even though they have Optimus Prime, mm-hmm. they never catch a break in this war. Nope. So they're getting their asses kicked off a Cybertron, basically, (laughs) and we see Autobots just bugging the hell out with Optimus saying, hey, go to any of these planets and hide out, and uh, I'll I'll call you later. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I'll pay you. (laughs) And and then, of course, we get introduced to this little, like, yellow vehicle guy, and uh, he's named B-127. I'm like, who the hell's B-127? Well, that's our uh, title character. Later on, we'll, we'll find out how he becomes Bumblebee, but uh, he gets the hell out of there, and of course, he crash lands in California, nineteen eighty-seven, right during a military drill <laughs> of um, a you know a callback of the Bay movies, yeah. uh, a sector Sector Seven. Yeah. So they're doing a training thing, and of course, um, we get introduced to Cal- Colonel Jack Burns aka John Cena. Oh boy. And I, as soon as he thought, why does every time I see him, why does his music, his wrestling music, come
1: da, up? Because do it does. <laughs> it's, it's synonymous with him now. You can't, he can't, he can't separate him from it. It's a. Uh, where's the jorts?
0: <laughs> and I could just think during casting they are like, okay, we need a strong looking, like younger military-looking guy that kids will love. Mm-hmm. John Cena. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he has the built-in thing. And of course they think he's you know he transforms they're like oh my god what is this they think you're attacking him um and they start chasing him and in the meantime a plane shows up and they're thinking it's hey the air force came and b-127 like yep yeah, that's not your Air force man and uh, at first i thought it was starscream but then i found out later it was blitzwing um, but he looks like fucking Starscream. Oh my god, he looks like Starscream. <laughs> the color scream is like, I no, mean,
1: Blitzwing is purple.
0: I think. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the that's the great thing about Transformers. Yeah. Whatever version it is, they're all there, there's only a few that keep all their looks and <laughs> pretty much everything, yeah. or their, even their color schemes. Um, they have a battle. B one twenty seven gets his vocal processor ripped out but yet he's able to subdue Blitzwing by taking one of his missiles and stabbing it in his um, chest where he blows up. And uh, we see that B-127 is having a critical failure. And before he kind of goes into like safe mode, I guess for Transformers, mm-hmm. he scans a, a Volkswagen Beetle, a yellow Beetle. So, And then uh, we're introduced to this young girl who's coming from um, a family where she's had to deal with the recent death of her father and now her mother is about to remarry and it's her 18th birthday so cue in all the John Hughes films from the 80s oh yeah and she's she's a she's an avid Smith fan oh my god I know right I heard so, so many Smith songs <laughs> in a movie and um, that was a surprise <laughs> yeah and she's mechanically inclined she likes to work on cars her dad they were working on a corvette um I guess before he died and she's trying to get it Fixed, and of course like every 18 year old she wants a car she works at hot dog at the stick and she's you know it's never really too much fun and uh you know and she's of course she's made fun of by all the popular people so it's got a lot of 80s uh teenage angst movies (laughs) (laughs) yeah she goes to this um this junkyard and she finds a yellow beetle and uh, she talks to the guy there and he says, Well, it's your birthday, I'll give it to you. So she takes it home as she's trying to um um <laughs> find it, uh, fix it. She finds uh Bumblebee's face or B127's face, mm-hmm. and uh, he quickly transforms because it kind of reboots because uh, she shines a light in his eyes, and uh, she's the one that kind of nicknames him bumblebee because he always making is he like these kind of buzzing so sounds because he can't speak and of course they go through that whole thing of getting to know each other yeah. in the meantime um we have uh two um decepticons show up shatter and Dropkick, mm-hmm. and uh they kind of trick the humans of like hey um we're really like good robots and this really like evil robot b127s here so we're gonna like help we need to get them and we'd like you to allow us access into our your satellite network and all your computers systems and they're like sure no problem <laughs> <laughs> even though burns who's part of this whole thing says I don't know if this is such a good idea he's the only guy that says it's not a good idea but Uh, I guess his Spidey sense was going out. So Mm -hmm. um, of course um, (laughs) we see the adventures of Charlie and Bumblebee. You know, she goes to a party and then once um, you know, the Decepticons start finding where he's at, they start going after him. Um, Then Bumblebee's captured by the military sector seven. He's getting, then he gets uh, tortured by uh, shatter and drop kick to reveal where the uh, Autobots are, are um, and they find out that the Autobots are actually coming to work. So um, they leave him for dead. Charlie shocks him back to life, restoring all his memories. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, she's got some help with her friend M- Mimo, who's kind of like her next door neighbor that's got like a crush on her. Oh boy! Who finds out about um, Bumblebee with her? That's not going to work out and- well. <laughs> So (laughs) poor guy. So Charlie and Bumblebee go out to prevent Shatter and Dropkick from uh, uh, uploading the whereabouts for the Autobots to the Decepticons by going to a nearby um, radio tower in a harbor. So um, Burns shows up. He's shot down in his helicopter by Decepticons. He's saved by Bumblebee. And then uh, Bumblebee just goes into kick-ass mode, ends up ba- basically ripping Dropkick apart. And in the meantime, Charlie deactivates the Decepticon beacon. Rich has um, Shatter go after her, and then Bumblebee, because they're in like a there's like a dry dock there. He um, he uh, hits the damn wall, the damn wall, and a car. <laughs> yeah, damn wall, the
1: goddamn wall. Uh, <laughs>
0: Uh, the dry dock wall mm-hmm. and it triggers a flood uh, cargo ship that is holding goes and smashes shatter. And of course Burns has a change of heart and says, guys, get out of here. And, um, I'm good. Charlie. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm a good guy now. I'll, I'll take care of us. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, Charlie and uh, bumblebee go to a, they're in Northern California and they're looking over the golden gate bridge. And, uh, Charlie you know, realizes that bumblebee has a greater purpose Says goodbye and then returns to her normal, um, her family because she's kind of reunited with her family at the meantime. Because during this whole time with her family, she's really estranged from her mom and has problems with her brother and stuff, and mm-hmm. and the there's her potential stepdad. So uh, they all kind of reunite and live happily ever after. Hi. And then Bumblebee scans uh, the Camaro that we remember seeing him as. In the 2007 Transformers and drives away. And then we end with a scene of Bumblebee driving on the Golden Gate. Joined by a red flat-nosed truck with a gray trailer. Oh, goodness. Who could that be? Holy shit. Then the end. And then we start seeing more Autobots start coming. The end. And um, there you go. So Soul Bro. Yes. We know you like the first like five ten minutes of this movie, because oh, yeah. my god, it had everybody was in there all, all pretty <laughs> much all all the ones you wanted the Thundercracker and the the other guys yo, the Conehead guys
1: Conehead guys yo uh, freaking freaking Shockwave oh my god yo everybody Shot everybody wave. but Megatron
0: Cliffjumper uh, gets executed by oh, Shatter and um
1: drop kick and yo, why are they always c- executing cliff jumper man first it was in transformers prime right where the rock yeah. voiced him the rock was the voice of cliff jumper and that shit and they were quick to kill him because they weren't paying the rock salary for every episode of transformers prime so they got his ass out of there but this time it's like yo they're doing this again damn Damn and they He took got him killed.
0: Out. He got killed in the Transformers movie, right? Oh, I believe, yeah. He, yeah, he, from the 80s? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he did. You didn't see him die, but
1: you saw his body. It was, I believe, his body was right next to to, to Wheeljack. But they always kill him off, Jumper, Man, it's it's awful. But <laughs> he's he's like the sacrificial Autobot, man. That's oof. Ooh, that's uh, not a good job to have. But yeah, man, um, <laughs> the movie starts out mad strong uh, with the with Cybertron. It gives you something you've always wanted to see, man. And I was hyped from the very beginning. I was geeking out. My wife was uh, also. Uh, she was she was smiling because I was just so. I was just naming all the shit that was going on when it was happening. Uh, the designs of the of this of the uh, of the Decepticons and Autobots rang true to how they looked on Cybertron in the pilot for Transformers. So, Travis Knight. Is admittedly a huge fan of Transformers. He grew up in the '80s, much like Paul and myself, uh, and he watched the original animated series. So he wanted to make a movie that was true to that uh, visually as well as emotionally too. And I think he pulled it off with this film. Uh, it does ring very familiar to like movies like uh, E.T. and uh, and Iron Giant. Those are like the big two things I could cite. Uh, you know, instead of boy and his dog, you got a girl and a robot. And um, I honestly uh, still found it charming. I, a lot of things are derivative of other things. So that didn't surprise me that they went back to the well for something like that. After all, this movie is produced by Steven Spielberg. So, you know, <laughs> he set the template with uh, E.T., so they're going to borrow from that. Why not? But um, Travis Knight, he, he uh, definitely uh, made the, uh, the movie flow very well. Uh, I already was a big fan of his because of Kubo and the Two-String and the other uh, Laika films that he's already uh, worked on. And put out there. Um, for those that don't know, Travis Knight is actually the son of, uh, what's his name, Phil Knight? Uh, yeah, the guy from Nike. The guy from Nike. And Nike, uh, Phil Knight, uh, helped to fund his studio, Leica Studios, which helped him uh, build his own career as a director. Yeah.
0: So he, he, nice when your dad's a billionaire. I'll tell
1: you what. I, I, before that, beforehand, for those that don't know, Travis Knight was a failed rapper. <laughs> Name, but you can look up his videos on YouTube. But the shout-outs to Travis because he turned it into something very dope with uh his career in animation, and he took those sensibilities and brought it to this film. Man, you could see it almost in every shot, every set piece. Um, the fact that the, 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 the Autobots and Decepticons look identifiable when they fight is one of the coolest things about this film. You can follow the action, and it's creative, and it's uh it's just 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 this era whimsy and fun. To it all, but the 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 tensions built. The base scenes are very tense. Uh, I love the fight between um, uh, Bumblebee and not Starscream. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was dope. Um, and I, I'm looking forward if they do a sequel to finally see the real Starscream show up. Um, but yeah, uh, when they introduce the other two the other two um Decepticons Shatter and uh, Dropkick they were pretty compelling too. I mean, freaking Shatter was just a maniac, but uh sorry, not Shatter, but Dropkick was the maniac, but Angela Bassett really did a good job as uh as Dropkick. Uh, sorry, as Shatter. And um I liked the menace that she brought, like a quiet menace to uh to the to every scene that she was in. And um you know, you have a female uh Decepticon as like the, main, the 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 main antagonist, so uh that was pretty surprising. But um, I, the human characters didn't annoy me, man. And I gotta say that Haley Steinfeld, man, she really is the star of this film. She, the way she interacted with a a, a basically a figment of her imagination, <laughs> in reality, Pretty but, much. Yeah. But but to be able to act opposite something that's not there is an incredibly difficult task, and I think she just. She 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 raised the level on how that's done, cause um, the the moments where she has to interact with Bumblebee and they have these tender moments and they 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 reflect back on her, her father who who tragically passed away from a heart attack before the movie begins and how she's dealing with her. Um, with her, with her, with her family from that point, how they've all moved on, but she can't seem to. Uh, you know, it's an actual real thing, man. You know, death is sometimes not easy to get over or easy to get past. And I was, it was something that I didn't think they would tackle in this film, and I thought that was a uh, an interesting story beat to go by. Uh, on this, um, I, I love the fact that her mother was played by Pamela Adlon, who uh, a lot of you guys know is the voice of Bobby Hill on uh, <laughs> on, uh, on on King of the Hill. So if you thought her voice was familiar, that's why. <laughs> But yeah, man, um, ultimately, uh, I, th- I thought the movie had me riveted from start to finish. Um, it's not the greatest film ever made, like maybe some people are saying, but it's definitely mm-hmm. easily the best live-action Transformers film to ever grace the screen. And it's a great start if they decide to restart this universe. Uh, one of the things that Neil and I brought up uh, a little bit in the conversation, uh, uh, I think before the show, is that, th- and we brought it up on the show too, is that this movie serves two masters. Um, it can be a prequel to the Bay movies, but it can also be its own thing and kind of be a jump off point so let me for the so.
0: universe. Go ahead. What What are they saying? Mm-hmm. I I I haven't really. I know there's. What is um? They're being ambiguous about Travis it. Travis Knight, yeah, yeah. because I, I looked at some things with him, and he's just kind of saying, oh, whatever, and 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 yeah. and even some of the producers are the same way, so...
1: You gotta look at it this way. His hands are tied because Michael Bay is a huge producer on this film, so he can't piss off where the money's coming from. So, because of that, he just has to kind of be non-committal to the idea that this could be a jump-off point. But if this movie is successful enough to get a sequel, and it sounds like it is, um, they may decide to establish its own universe but then there's elements of this film that pop out right. that are tied into the film. Like, one of the major things I noticed is you mentioned Sector 7. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll raise you another one. Simmons is in this fucking movie as a young man. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that to me is tying into the films. For those who don't remember, Simmons was the agent, the lead agent in the Transformers, uh, Michael Bay movies played by John Turturro. Well, his younger version is in this film. And they go back to the actual location of Sector 7, that, that damn area they yeah. bring that that location back to bear so megatron is somewhere in, in inside there resting right uh so I, you know and if they made a point to not have megatron in this film shockwave was there well, everybody else you was can't there. you can't you can't have book.
0: megatron mm-hmm. if he's in the because i think what they did mm-hmm. is they're ha- trying to have it both ways yeah they want and and they it's just like that news story where they talked about the sequel. Yeah, they want the core fans because outside of like the true like Transformers fans before the movies, mm-hmm. there's probably a fandom of the Bay movies because I mean let's be honest, yeah. those were billion, they were billion dollar movies. Yeah, they have a lot of I, people I watching them, like them. And you know, as much as people hate this, and this yeah. is the same thing that you hear with Star Wars. You know, you have. The original trilogy fans, and they can't believe that there's actual <laughs> fans of the prequels. Yeah. Well, you just got to remember, at at different points of people's lives, this is when they discover these things. Yeah. So, what when you were a kid and you discovered the original trilogy or G One Transformers, there were people that were introduced to Transformers at, at, during these movies. So, I th- personally, I think they're just trying to have it both ways and they're playing they're playing a little fast and loose with stuff yeah because if you wanted to nitpick the movie you could because it's like man there is there is when it comes to the story if it's if it's like a soft reboot or it's a prequel because it's like wait a second i thought Optimus came in 2007 (laughs) i thought that was the first time he showed up but now he's been here before and i mean and it was always kind of a little ambiguous when they showed up anyways in that first movie mm-hmm. because i mean that first movie is really good the first bay movie is good it's and it's okay it's, it,
1: it's all right i yeah, enjoyed with, it for the time but
0: without it you wouldn't have this movie like,
1: sure so, sure That I mean, you can say that for a lot of things though
0: <laughs> but, yeah but, but i mean mm-hmm. it, it i mean as much as people hate them and believe, believe me they got progressively worse and that yeah i mean we did last night and oh my god but, um, man you know the thing is is um it showed that there was a market so without that you probably and you could tell with bumblebee they did this because they knew he was a popular character yeah but they didn't break the bank like i'm looking at the numbers no, here they made it it for... 135 million dollar budget yeah they kept it if low. you really yeah. think about it there's not much that goes on in this movie outside of the first scene on Cybertron, his fight with Drop, or his fight kit with Blitzwing, mm-hmm. and then some of, uh, and then the final battle. I mean, other than that, a lot of that stuff is um, pretty contained. So yeah. they were throwing it up to see if they had something here, and it, you know, it's it's it was probably just a test, but I'm sure it's gonna, um, I'm sure it's gonna go its own route. I think what'll happen is
1: inevitably. I think so, especially if they are going to yeah. make a sequel to this. I mean, why, why waste the opportunity of having the G one G one Autobots? Like, I'm hoping that the sequel to this film will be a full on Transformers movie in that era, with the one with the, with the with the with the bots looking like themselves. Like, take take the first arc of the animated series and crunch it down into into an actual movie and have have a full on full scale war. On planet earth and bring megatron but
0: here's in. but here's the thing though yeah you're wanting it just because you want the g1 one sure the absolutely. Tra- but the transformers how many different incarnations are these guys in i mean yeah and 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 that's and i think that's what makes it very interesting because mm-hmm. one of the things too is in some ways they could kind of keep going on with this but still have the other movies actually in the same universe because it's like well, yeah, they changed their robot or their vehicle forms, but they can also kind of change themselves, too. Sure. So it, it's, it, it'll be interesting to see what they did, but anything else that you want to say on your positives before I go into my stuff?
1: Well, uh-huh. I mean, ultimately, I, um, I, I definitely want to see this. This franchise continue um, in this direction. I would love to see Travis Knight come back and direct another one because he's made a world of difference with these movies. Michael Bay has his talents. He really does, man. He's he's an expert when it comes to filming action. Um, although I, I, like I said, I didn't like the aesthetics of the Transformers in the previous movies. They just look too alien, man. And I, I just want to be able to see elements of their actual uh, their transformable form in their robot form, and then to have like unique designs. And this movie brought about what I've been wanting to see for a while. It's kind of like a blend of what we saw in the animated series, but then taking a little bit of the uh, the design from the Michael Bay movies and finding a perfect union between the two. And I, I just ultimately, I just uh, really felt this film, uh, and uh, I want to see more uh, going down this road, uh, especially uh, with the G One Transformers. Now that doesn't mean I only want to see G One Transformers. They can pull. Uh, elements from other series and other 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 parallel universes or whatever they want but are these be. really
0: g1 transformers because bumblebee looks sure mostly like his version of from the michael bay movies yeah, he, lo-
1: he looks like a blend between the two it's like they found yeah. they found a the perfect union but he also turned into a bug like legit in this one as opposed to an, okay. o- only hinting towards that but um I, I what was the thing i was gonna say though there was something else i wanted to mention but I, it'll come back to me
0: Anyway, okay. Well, I, 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 will go I into. I had a lot of fun watching this movie, and back to you. I w- I will go into this, right. and I saw this a little late, and I saw the reviews, uh-huh. and I was like, "Man, this movie must be just like earth shattering uh-huh. and and shaking," and I watched it, and I enjoyed it, and but I'm sitting there going, "I think, I think my point was proven." I don't know what show I said it on, but I said when we talked about some of the other Trent the Bay movies, I said, one day it'll be a, a movie will be made without Michael Bay and it'll be crowned the best movie ever. Mm-hmm. And I think that bumblebee suffers from that because in a lot of ways, this is like the 2007 movie. It's just that Charlie is a better character because goofla Boof's character, like with her, like you said, her dad recently died. Her mom's getting married. You mm-hmm. feel the anguish. She's kind of an outsider. Goof with Boof's character, yeah, he was an outsider, but he was just kind of a dipshit more than anything. He had a good family life. He had all this other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he even gets the hot girl, you know. <laughs> and it, 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 it's so silly. But in a lot of ways, it's the same thing because he found Bubble – she found Bubble B just like he kind of found Bubble Bee. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and, of course, Optimus comes to Earth and they got to – you know, they got to prevent the, the – so – In essence, the two stories are kind of the same, but I am with you. I think that um, her character is much better because one of the things I've always heard about the Bay. Oh, we need more about the Transformers and stuff like that. Now, we don't I don't think you get as much as what people think you do. I I do agree with you, though. They're easier to see, like the fights in Cybertron, because Mm -hmm. we fought we saw a lot of stuff in Cybertron in the Bay movies. But yes. Some of those designs and the way they were doing stuff, it was kind of hard to figure out what the heck was going on at times. And I'll be the first one to admit that. But um, yeah, I, I just I, I think it's a good movie. But man, I, I was maybe I was expecting more because some of the the reviews and just the ratings that you're seeing, like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, is just like, man, th- this must be earth shattering. And I enjoyed it, and I'd like to see a sequel, but. I didn't think it did anything out of the ordinary outside of just kind of cleaning up designs and having a little bit more, uh, interesting human because even, even, um, Charlie's mom and potential stepdad are kind of more interesting than Sam Whitwicky's parents. No doubt. Cause they were just kind of, they, they were just kind of bumbling fools they were
1: that comedic just props. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. That's they
0: were. So I mean, um, but yeah, I, I thought it was good. Um, Uh it does have a lot of um it does have a lot of things that are shared with the other movies. So I think that's pretty pretty interesting. And of course it has the the whole thing with um John Cena's character, you know, hating him, then not hating him, then you know, trusting him completely at the end. So um I mean it's and you can tell that there's I'm sure Spielberg gave some pointers because it does it does have that kind of spieler spielberg-esque oh, yeah. ending of you know oh, the alien's gonna go back to do what he needs to do and mm-hmm. and now the girl's life is better so she can go with her family so <laughs> um it's very much like a et in that don't
1: in you worry the sequel will ruin all that
0: <laughs> yeah exactly she'll get, get, get drawn it.
1: back here don't you worry so the reunions are on the way <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'll get um you'll get some other uh some other bad director to do it or something oh, but fudge.
1: um <laughs> oh not. oh
0: yeah but um so yeah i thought it was um i thought it was pretty good um great i think it had great music yeah um my god the soundtrack was great because it's nothing but these great 80s songs that mm-hmm. really kind of fit i mean it gave it gave that um feeling of kind of a teenage um you know movie and i think what really makes it enjoyable for a lot of people is the fact that it doesn't have that blockbuster quality to it like you know it's got some big action but it's kind of reserved and um you know it just didn't it just didn't feel that way it's kind of like iron man one the first iron man you know if you ever watch that movie it's like really he didn't do much like there was like three fight scenes in that whole thing and (laughs) um that's kind of what bumblebee is it was small um, scale
1: compared to the other films yeah a very small scale, yeah. and,
0: and respect. And for I think I think that's what makes it more enjoyable because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, oh my God, God, the last night, oh my <laughs> God,
1: yeah, it's a, it just it just became a parody of itself. Uh, the the movies, man, and um, it's it those the movies suffered because no one could tell this guy no, no one could tell ben is... no, and 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 with this Travis Travis Knight had to probably get checked every time he wanted to
0: do something in this film, and but I just, you know what though yeah. you can't but in I mean, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Money's what runs, yeah, movies. And for the longest time, even the last night did big numbers. It probably, I know it didn't do what the previous movies did, mm-hmm. but these mm-hmm. were these were billion dollar movie, grossing movies. So, exactly. I, I mean, it, it, it's it's interesting that Bumblebee's having a hard time getting you know even past half a billion. But um, you know, I think it just shows. Maybe there's fatigue and probably what's really driving this movie is people that don't know or um, the real old Transformers fans or, you know, people maybe that are just Bumblebee fans. Well, I I I think anything.
1: I think there's going to be at least a contingency of people who are going to see this movie on home video. Really like it, maybe even who grew up oh, with Transformers, sure. who didn't see this in theaters because there was so much going on. Because let's be honest, there was a shit ton of movies that came out this Christmas just by Christmas, so this movie went off of yeah. people's radars completely. But when it's his home video, I think a lot of people are going to
0: really see it enjoy it. What are you talking uh, about? I'm sorry, like... I'm
1: not talking about videotapes. I'm just, it's if I said VHS or DVD, I would be off your
0: blockbuster card. Lord, I'm getting that. Look, <laughs> it's a new release, I get a two day rental on it, but
1: but I think I gotta watch
0: it right away.
1: I I think parents that grew up with Transformers in uh in um, in the eighties who uh, will discover this film and watch it will probably show it to their well, kids. of course. And then you know, because it's, it's the movie's not it's it's bloodless violence in this film, so it probably will appeal a lot to a lot of kids. And there's nothing like over sexualized or anything like that in this movie. You probably no. get a Oleta complex from maybe Haley Steinfeld's character, but not really. um But ultimately, are man, tr- are you trying to say something? Look, I'm not trying bro? to say nothing. <laughs> Look, man. But no, at the end of the day, man, I, I, I think this movie's going to find an audience, and I do, I hope the sequel will benefit cool. from I that, it, from all I the seeds it, that this will plant.
0: It found an audience. Yeah. I mean, it made it's made over 400 million worldwide. It's, yeah. Going to get a sequel. It's got an audience. Yeah, I mean, I, I, keep, just, I keep knocking it down because I think I, uh-huh. I think you need to. You're trying to have your cake and eat it too. Maybe you desperately want this to be the Michael good, Bay and you want it to be Michael Bay successful, yeah, right? Man, like I should. You're like, better. oh man, I, I'm mad that this is such a great movie, yet it, you know, it's not making a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, it, there's a lot of movies, good movies out there that don't. You're so, right.
1: There's a lot of movies I've enjoyed throughout the years yeah. that didn't make shit for money. So <laughs> it's, yeah, so it's
0: I, I, I think it's that thing of like, mm-hmm. you're, you're wanting, I, I don't know, maybe you're wanting people to prove people wrong or something. No, I just, I, I, mean, I, I,
1: wish, I wish more people saw it. It's like the Scott Pilgrim situation where, you know, I really enjoy that film and I, it deserved to do better. And it just only made so much, but you know, Bumblebee did better than Scott Pilgrim, and a good amount of yeah. people did see it enough for me to get it. There's a no Scott Pilgrim
0: and, sequel coming, yeah,
1: and I hope that the sequel is super good um, and uh, doesn't fall on its face. But um, I'm actually excited about a factor, um, and I'll, I'll get into it once you're done. But I, I am excited about one factor that this movie introduced. Well, before be-
0: yeah. I'm done, but before you go into that, yeah, what are your negatives? Because not everything could be perfect. No. What's something that you were kind of like? Oh, I wish maybe they did this a little better or I don't know why they did this or, or what.
1: Well, I, I guess the negative is that um, the movie starts out uh, hitting the round running and then you kind of set back a little bit. Uh, when mm. you get introduced to Haley Steinfeld's character, but that's fine, because she's pretty engaging, but, you know, you, you, you hit the ground running on Cybertron, then he come to Earth, and then there's a set piece, and then he's uh, knocked out for a little while as a, as a Volkswagen bug, and then you get introduced to her character, and the kind of movie kind of starts over, so it, it kind of kills its own momentum a little bit, but then it picks it back mm. up, so maybe a little bit with the momentum uh, from the beginning of the movie getting back into the second act uh, could have been retooled a bit, but it's kind of unavoidable, because you have to introduce her character character too so um it's 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 the you could you could say what you want about it but it is a it is something you could critique the movie on um also uh i wanted to see more of the g1 transformers but i know the focus was on bumblebee <laughs> so that's just my my little my little
0: nitpick for the most still, part. still wanting that i do <laughs> <laughs> but go it's ahead. never it's as long as you have live action movies yeah it's it's always going to be more about the human characters. Yeah, it will be, and because it's what people identify with.
1: Yeah, but I don't have too many complaints. Again, it's 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 the, it's fertile ground, as far as I'm concerned. Um, they, they they it's almost like they started over and giving Travis Knight the reins. Uh, I thought he did an incredible job for his first time doing a live action film. So props to him. Uh, those are my main complaints about this. Maybe tighten up some of the lines and um when it comes to the dialogue or whatnot, but the humor in this movie was awesome compared to the Michael Bay films. So I, 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 I really, really just... Oh, it's a different type of humor. It is, but it's it's intelligent. So <laughs> <laughs> it's intelligently written humor. And uh, the, the line alone about, they're called Decepticons. What do you guys not get about this? <laughs> I forget how uh, John Cena's character phrased it. But yeah. he said, they're called Decepticons. It's in their name. You know, It's it, that, that joke alone was meta- and it was hilarious, and um, I wanted more shit like that, but um, save it for the sequel if you can, but back to you, Um,
0: Neil. Yeah, I guess I would say, too, yeah, the pacing's a little awkward. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in some ways, it could have been a little bit more if we saw of this sector seven just a tad bit more Mm -hmm. i think in some ways the fact that burns john cena's character was starting to not have a lot of trust i wish we would have maybe they may have expanded on that a little bit more because one of the things of just like oh hey we're you know we're decepticons and we're good guys and we need to find this bad bad guy that's on our thing and the fact that it's just there's there's so many stupid things that they kind of do, um, it, which kind of seems avoidable, you yeah. know. Um, in some ways, it would have made – I mean, <clears throat> I guess that's what made uh, – I don't want to compare it to the 2007 movie, but I did like the fact that they more or less hacked into the computer networks in that one as opposed to oh yeah, just relying on stupid um, – a stupid general, <laughs> you know, to, and some – you Know some crazy scientist that is like, oh, these things are amazing, let's just allow them to do everything.
1: First contact, baby, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Quoting like Star Trek, I was oh, like, wait no. a second, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, it's I, I think that that's the thing, and plus, um, uh, it, it is a little conf- bit confusing because you do kind of start. Um, comparing it or trying to see where it fits in with the previous movie oh, yeah. or the 2007 movie, because as much as you want to kind of keep it, as much as it wants to be its own thing, you can see that. God, it's got a lot of prequel on it. It smells a lot like a prequel, sure, on, in a lot of ways. <laughs> hands are
1: tied like a prequel would. So be, yeah.
0: yeah. So, yeah. but you know, hey. Um, other than that, yeah, I'll be interested in seeing a um, uh, a sequel. I, I'm actually interested in seeing what they can do because maybe what you do in Transformers now is you start doing these time movies, like these time skip movies. Yeah. And you can't be – you can't really be that hard on – in these continuity things because, I mean, for God's sakes, think about um, um Captain Marvel that's coming out. You right. Know, if you remember from the original – was it uh, the original Avengers movie? Mm-hmm. Nick Fury was saying that was the first Thor was the first inter, inter um the first experience with an alien life form
1: <laughs> that he was willing to reveal I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, or you know, so it'll be and they play they play hard and hard and fast with their um, Yeah, they do. Some of their some continuity. of their Yeah. So um but yeah, I, I, that that was a big thing for me. I actually wanted to cuz I I found the John Cena character actually a little interesting cuz he's that conflicted guy, you yeah. know. He's he's almost kind of like um, Captain America in some ways. It's like he's a true, be- well, no, he's a true believer. But yeah. then he sees like his his superiors do some stupid things, and he's starting to think, I don't know if this is such a good idea. So, um, but yeah, that would have been that would have been kind of, and yeah, it would have been interesting to see. Um, if they would have just shown like some if they would have just shown a little bit in Sector Seven by the Hoover Dam, if they don't have to show um, you know, Megatron, but if they did something where they teased like you're seeing something very big and cold is nearby. Oh boy. That'd be kinda that'd be kinda interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, it would be nice to to uh to um to, to And listen. I would've
0: liked to see Prime show up at the end and say something. Yeah. I mean well, he, I would've liked that. I mean I thought that was you mean, you mean to see the girl, in, you or you see him you in see, Yeah. No,
1: you see him in the forest at the very end. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, at the very end of the film, uh, M- uh, Bumblebee and you—you you must have got to use the bathroom or something. But uh, at the very end of the film, uh, Bumblebee meets up with Prime in the in the forest, uh, the redwoods, yeah. and uh, it, yeah. and they have a conversation, and uh, it, they go to sh- and they actually show some of the uh, Autobots uh, coming from space onto Earth. So they're, yeah. they're all starting to um, to to, to re- be re. Uh, to reconnoitre here so it's gonna be interesting to see uh what they jump off from this to that, but it was good to see prime in the in the in his full form at the very end of the film.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So but... what but that's my misgivings. What of what were you gonna say, Sobro? Well you the, brought, this...
1: it, well you brought up John Cena's character, um oh good old Agent Burns. Uh and Colonel they,
0: Burns I don't think he was an agent. Well, I think he was Colonel.
1: Well Colonel Colonel Burns or, or whatever his real name is Uh, Apparently, there's fervor on the internet. People are trying to uh, to uncover if he's actually a character from GI Joe under a Mm -hmm. different name. And there's been a lot of theories being thrown out there. Some people actually think he's Duke, um, and he's just going under a different alias for while he works under Sector Seven. It would be really and that's
0: because because in the toy and comic universe. Mm -hmm. The Transformers and G.I. Joe are in the same universe, right?
1: They they have been, but then when they've been under different labels for, for comic books, they've 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 had to snitch that. But when they were under but Marvel, always, that was the first thing that established that, yeah. Um,
0: well, even in the old Image comics, they had some crossovers. Yeah,
1: because they, they had the license, or they, they could cross yeah. over to Wildstorm. But
0: But what um, um, I'm saying on the toy lines and stuff, aren't they, they're kind of, that way right well what
1: what really kicked it off uh originally with the crossovers between them was uh in the animated series they always alluded that gi joe and transformers were actually in the same universe there's right. one particular instance where there's a, a female character by the name of marissa fairborn and she uh is um there was an episode where she was in because she's one of the characters that are in the, the future set by the animated movie well one of the episodes uh she sees her father in kind of a holographic projection and And it's an older version of Flint from G.I. Joe. And she shares the same last name as him, Fairborn. And it's assumed that she's actually the daughter of Flint and Lady J. So that kind of planted a seed for that. But when they started working on this film, there was a big thing about Hasbro wanting to combine their universes. And Bumblebee was supposed to be the jump off point for that. But when all these failed shared universes that we were trying to jump off uh, from the very beginning, like the Mummy and all those movies, started failing, I think they did a rewrite for this film to kind of change some of those elements and let this movie stand mm-hmm. on its own. I I solely a, a believe that John Cena's character, being that John Cena himself is very well known and uh, and popular with a lot of wrestling fans, they're trying to give him his own franchise. And right. what better way than to kind of have him be like a G.I. Joe-esque person in this film and establish his character so you can follow his adventures later on. So maybe he was doing Would it make more
0: sense to have him, mm-hmm. well, a Duke or couldn't he be General Hawk?
1: Or he could be Matt Tracker for all we know because they want to they also fold oh, in Oh, they wanted to
0: do masks They've been wanting too. to do
1: a mass movie for years. <laughs> and they also want to do
0: Micronauts and they want to put them all into the same universe. There, I, I was, and I don't want to get too much off topic, sure. but... Mm-hmm. Wasn't there something um, recently where a mask was movie was like in pre production or they were kind of maybe doing storyboards or something? Or they were they were they were
1: talking about doing a mask film uh, when they were producing this uh, as one of the films that would come out next because they've been wanting to make one for a while mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to make it more based on the comic book now where Matt Tracker's black uh, and, and Lisa oh, okay. Will Smith. But um, yeah, uh, I, I they I, it's been the talk in Hollywood for a while. Um, and, and what's cool is that the technology from the Transformers feeds into Mask where they would use that technology in their cars. That's at least what right. I believe that's what they've done in the crossover comics is that it's derivative of that. So that's a great way to kind of backdoor into Mask if they wanted to do that. Um, but yeah, uh, they. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe G.I. Joe does spawn from this in some way, shape or form. Uh, maybe Maybe with the next Bumblebee sequel that we'll get to see some element of crossover where they can do a jump off from that. But um, who knows, man? Um, let me see what the, ch- the chat's saying. That uh, there was a Transformers episode. Yeah, that Cobra Commander was a side character. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, only human. Fantastic freaking episode. Um, where he was. Uh, he was the guy who was dealing with the clones. He was he was selling the technology to these uh, to these scumbags, and they put the uh, consciousness of uh, Hot Rod, Ultra Magnus, Springer, and RC in human beings. And they had to run around the episode as human beings until they could get their consciousness back into their real bodies. And at the very end of the episode, Cobra Commander is like walking down the street, and his his job is done. And he says, "It's uh, it's not like it used to be in the old days." And then he he tries to yell Cobra, and his voice starts to uh to, to break because he's so old. Now. Oh
0: really? Yeah. It's oh fantastic.
1: wow. I'm, I'll show the clip at
0: the very end does of the episode. Have, does he have Does he have the mask
1: on or something? Yeah, he's or? wearing the mask the entire episode. And um, they just call him the dealer. They call him something generic. He doesn't go by Cobra Commander. But at the very end of the episode, he finally he finally plays that hand and uh, he yells the Cobra Cobra chant, and it's uh, it's great. It's a great moment, man. So uh, I'll show that clip at the end of the episode for anybody who wants to see it. But yeah, it's uh, it's fantastic.
0: So I know. Um, so that that's the whole theory is that um, Burns was possibly someone that was going to dovetail into gi joe somehow some way it
1: feels like it man it really does and you know i I do like to speculate i didn't even even think about
0: that but now thinking about them the way it's like yeah it kind of makes sense i mean if that was the case yeah um yeah I, i know that they've i've i know that they've wanted to do mask forever like that is like that must be a in in like deep in hollywood when it comes to these producers and stuff that must be the one thing that like that's like the holy grail. Everybody wants to do it because yeah. it's not the most popular Hasbro franchise.
1: No, but it could make a kick ass movie. It's cool as hell. Yeah. I've always
0: liked masks.
1: I mean, just look how well the Fast and the Furious movies do. And then you're just taking it oh, a yeah. step up with flying cars and transforming vehicles and people wearing these masks with the different <coughs> powers and abilities. You know, it's just. Miles Mayhem. Miles I mean, Mayhem. On. One of the baddest freaking, uh, one of the baddest transformable vehicles. I love. I love his uh his plane that turns into a helicopter into uh, I think it's, I forget it turns into something else or not, but that shit is uh it's pretty fun. I oh know.
0: yeah, it had a it had a really um, oh crap what was it called? Um, it had a really cool name for it too. I forget because they, yeah, they were Venom.
1: Yeah, they were. Yeah, I'm looking
0: at. Yeah, they were the they were Venom, and it was acronym for Vicious Evil Network of Mayhem. Yes, Mask was Mobile <laughs> Armored Strike Command. Oh yeah and let's see it's the perfect uh-huh. era
1: for, for them to do it too late 80s man with all the corniness that was going on man come on come on let's go
0: yeah it kind of is <laughs> let's I mean...
1: go you can even get will smith to play Matt tracker that's what they're trying to make him look like anyway so why not why not just 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 pay the man pay him <laughs> let's go
0: <laughs> just don't yeah, just oh. don't get
1: uh, his son to be uh scott please please get that shit out yeah. of here
0: please Miles Mayhem, his vehicle, the helicopter that transformed into the jet plane, mm-hmm. was called the Switchblade. Yes,
1: yes. You... And that
0: one he had, yeah, he had. I'm looking at it on Wikipedia because mm-hmm. I forgot that they had different, um, they had different masks that had different um, special powers that were that were special powers yep. that were made for that vehicle yep. too. Exactly.
1: My favorite character in the entire series is uh is Sly, uh, the guy who uh, he was the guy who wore the glasses. Um, and uh, it was he was he was a he was a villain. He had like the soul patch and he wore sunglasses and he rode the green bike. He talked like, um, uh, what did he talk like? He said, oh, he sounded like uh, Jack Nicholson. And he, like, whoever, was, whoever was doing his voice would be killing that Jack Nicholson impression. It was amazing, it was amazing, but it shows, yeah.
0: Sly, Sly Rax, Sly Rax, a con man, espionage artist, and weapons expert. <laughs> He's also depicted in the anime series as lazy and falling asleep on the job, yeah. He had the piranha. Oh, that's yeah. right. He had that frickin' he had the motorcycle with sidecar that doubled as a single occupant submarine. Yeah,
1: I had this was the first max mask vehicle I ever owned. That was the first one. Uh I got I got on a trip to Tennessee. But uh, shout out to the show. He says Mask is one of the first cartoon uh to have a gay couple as main, main characters. Yo, show please. He's talking about Matt Tracker and uh and Bruce.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, it was. It was <laughs> I, I, well, I thought um, I thought the first gay couple on screen for a cartoon was um, uh, Doctor Quest and Race. Yo, Bannon. Race
1: Bannon, yo, that's right, man. Show, check your facts.
0: <laughs> I thought that was, I thought that was, I thought that was kind of given there. Yo, yo, Birdman established that. <laughs> <laughs> yo, oh my so, god. All right. Um, anything else about Bumblebee or your thoughts about the new? Um, well, I guess kind of the semi-rebooted Transformers universe that's kind yeah. of going on. I, I want to. Um, I wanted to. Anything video. that you're anything specifically that you're seeing? You want a a, a time skip? Do you want? Um, what What do you want more? I know you probably want more all on Cybertron, and we just go into the depth. we we'll never the, get the that. motivations of each Transformer. Uh. But if you want that, read the comics. Right? Yeah,
1: I mean, the comics are great, and I know it's possible with the comics. Uh, but dude, you got to have different humans. Different audience. You got to have and humans. I get
0: it. I get it. A lot different budget for a, but, uh, a monthly comic book series yeah. than a Hollywood movie. True.
1: Well, bring the fight to Earth and then have humans be involved. Oh, blame in me, it. they will. Yeah, I they mean, will. they set it up so that way that's going to happen, uh, hopefully. And they'll still have a focus on Bumblebee, but at least the other Transformers will be there and, and probably more prolific in the film when the sequel comes out. And just, yeah, just remember what the magic that makes this franchise work. Uh, keep Haley Steinfeld in there. Man, she did a kick-ass job with this film, and I'm looking forward to seeing her character uh, get developed. If they do want to jump into the future, let me see her as a 50-year-old woman. <laughs> let me see her. And she she has kids, and those kids end up going on an adventure with Bumblebee later on. That's fine. Um, but ultimately, man, they opened up a lot of doors with this movie, and I'm thrilled to see what they have cooking up next. Maybe even for the whole uh, the the whole uh, Hasbro uh, shared universe. Uh, but just take it easy and kind of ease that shit step by step, and be subtle with it, like the MCU was. Surprise people with that shit, and then maybe people will come out to see your movies.
0: Yeah, but be we'll careful see. with that. MCU is a completely different animal. Yeah, it's it's, know, its own like, thing. It, it, new new newsflash. Yeah hollywood you can't reproduce the mcu with your franchises that is (laughs) lightning in a bottle one of these days one of the movies isn't going to hit it anymore but for whatever reason it worked so it's none of them are going to be like that how many movies are in the fucking um mcu I mean, movies. It uh, was ten I years. I it's it's 20, what eighteen movies. Something it's 21, like that.
1: Twenty one movies. I think by the time yeah. in uh, by the time uh, what's it called? End game comes out it'll be twenty two or twenty three. I have to go back and look, yeah.
0: but yeah. Good luck on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. just just if you want anything, do baby steps. Do like you can't reproduce that. Yeah. I I don't even know why you would want to try. It's, it would point. be eventually it's Marvel impossible eventually it will it will falter Man. I mean it's eventually gonna falter
1: it's a, it's a, right. it's inevitable but uh yeah I hope for not I for mean a people while.
0: will move on I mean it, it, I mean we still have to wait to see the day that there's no Chris Evans or Robert Downey jr yeah. we'll see I mean well, I but hope, um I hope that's
1: a long time coming
0: but uh <laughs> might be closer than you think you never know you never know i got. uh, but
1: i'll I'll keep seeing them as long as they're good Uh, i will say this though uh props to lorenzo Di bonaventura he's been producing transformers movies since the original transformers the animated movie he's been on this game for the longest so uh you know it's it's actually kind of cool to see someone who's been involved with uh with making these movies for a long time uh finally get to make one that's very similar to uh the animated series that uh, he made, ended up making an animated movie of so many years ago, so uh, dude, that's dope. Uh, and props to Travis Knight, man, you did an outstanding job. Looking forward to seeing what you do in the future, whether it be a sequel to this or another animated movie or something else, man. But back to you. But Nick.
0: I, yeah, my yeah, that brings up another negative I had. Where were all the Nikes? <laughs> if this is being Yo. if this is being directed by the son of Phil Knight, Yo, everybody should have had. Uh, Jordan's and Air Force Ones on it, especially in the '80s. Yo, son. <laughs> come on, man. '87. That was probably what the Jordan two or three. Yo, the Air Maxes. <laughs> no, oh, probably, that was later. Was, that was later. Yeah. No, it was probably the Jordan three or four. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. You know what, what about the what Yo. about the uh, the the sweat suits? So who was the um, who's the
1: man for Nike before Jordan? There had to be someone that they were uh, that they were touting. Was it uh, Was it John, Magic Johnson or? Uh, Larry Bird no. or somebody? No.
0: There was nothing before Jordan.
1: Wow. No, no, Doctor J. Yo, know, he don't matter. <laughs> it's all, it's, it's I
0: don't know. I don't think Doctor J did Nike.
1: Oh wow. He, I think he. If did. I, I think if I, because I've actually I think he did,
0: yeah. I've actually watched. Um, there's a There's a thirty for thirty about. Um, Sonny Vagaro, one of the guys that helped Nike do the whole thing with the colleges and stuff. Yeah. And I believe Nike was just a running shoe outfit at the beginning because they started as a track, doing track shoes, running yeah. shoes, and then um, they started providing stuff to the the colleges, and then um, yeah, I don't think there was ever a star before Jordan. For them. Damn, they had they had other people. They had like Bo Jackson and. and oh, yeah. You know, um, there's been a lot I of got, plates. yeah. But I mean, Jordan, Michael Jordan, hasn't played a basketball game in what like 12 years, something and, like and that. His
1: shoes are still flying off the shelf, yeah,
0: yeah. So, but, um, yeah, my final thoughts on Bumblebee I thought it was very enjoyable. I liked it because I didn't have to think too hard,
1: yeah.
0: I think that's another good thing about this, was they didn't kind of just, um, hit you with a bunch of stuff that, like, you had to know. And mm-hmm. I thought it made sense by keeping it with very few robots. Mm-hmm. It made it easy to kind of keep track of. Absolutely. I think that's the yeah. other problem with the Bay movies is there's – they wanted to put so many characters in to help – to make people – because even even that beginning uh, thing on Cybertron, there's quite a bit of characters, but it's not too many. Yeah. You know, it's, it's manageable. You're like, oh, there's Optimus Prime. Oh, they're Soundwave, you know. So, um, I think um, um, I'm looking forward to the next one, and um, we'll see if Travis Knight is directing it. But um, that, that's what we'll see what the true um, strength of this movie is. If they, you know, if they bring in new writers and directors, which always seems to happen, um, we'll see if this thing's got legs. So, but yeah, I. I know all these people want to have their own MCU, but you you, you can't do that.
1: It's, <laughs> it's, it's almost impossible
0: to replicate, man. But because uh, in a lot of ways, I don't think the MCU ever thought it would be the MCU.
1: Yeah, and they've been pivoting and 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 um, what's the word? They've been adapting uh, the whole way through. So there's really no template on how to get a shared universe successful. Um, it really is, not everybody else is struggling with it. But um,
0: yeah. I well, mean, and they're so they're so fast and loose with the timelines, anyways. Yeah. That's why I'm interested in seeing Captain Marvel because I'm like, how the hell is this all going to work? Like, <laughs> it's,
1: it's there's so a lot of
0: aliens that are in those trailers, and it's like nobody that has never come up before. Like, even what they do with the people and you know the normal people in, in real life that maybe saw some of these things, they sequester them somewhere or what? I mean, I don't know.
1: That's a good point. But um,
0: mm-hmm. if you're gonna do stuff from the 80s, so our Come on, man! You got to do Centurions.
1: Ooh, ooh! You can keep that, man. I have never been. Come on, man! I have never. I want to
0: see live action. Jake Rockwell, Max Ray. And yo, ace McLeod. Come and, on, man. You and
1: a ton of the people. Yo, Robert's in the chat Power right now. Extreme. Yo, Robert's in the chat right now. He loves that shit. And I know Show is okay with the Centurion, so I'm the only yeah. I'm the only asshole. I'd rather see Bionic Six. Let but me see. But, Let me see them Bionic Six cats, man. Let but you also
0: but you also hate the Muppets. I do. I do. And I will freaking I will yell it from the rooftops. Like, I'm awful. You have no, you have no heart and soul. People said,
1: "Yo, Soul Bro loves everything. He's such a nice guy. He hates the no. Muppets, he hates though. Muppets. He hates the man. Muppets though. He's evil. How the hell do you hate the Muppets? <laughs> yo, I, I, Here, yo, Soul
0: Bro's a fraud. <laughs> well, that that brings us up to our last question, Soul Bro. Yes, maybe many years ago, Heart and Soul guy. Uh huh. Do you think he's happy with Bumblebee? Yo, I, that's a
1: great. I don't think he's happy with anything. <laughs> I don't think he's. I don't think he's happy with anything, though.
0: It probably didn't have enough heart and soul for him. Mm-hmm. It probably didn't.
1: He <laughs> probably didn't. Uh, it, it's not enough heart and soul. If it's not the animated show, he ain't, he ain't pleased with it. But he's probably yeah. more pleased with these movies than he was the Michael Bay film. So, who knows? I don't. I, I, who knows? I, uh, what's his name? Uh, I, I'm not even gonna say his name. I'm not even gonna do do him the the solid of that but yeah that guy i
0: i wonder i wonder how many transformers fans mm-hmm. be, when they watched bumblebee they became like um bumblebee became or um the bay movies became um or no bumblebee became uh double season two you know mm. the bay movies were better yeah,
1: but... <laughs> oh my god i can't no, i guess
0: I... I can't stretch that truth long <laughs> i think it's i think Yo. it's um I have to watch the first one again. I like the first one. What was good about this Ugh. one, it was a little shorter. I watched it the other
1: day. I was okay it was, with it, was,
0: it. Yeah, it's an okay movie. Yeah. I think it's an okay movie. It, it's actually held up pretty well over time, it, if is, you think about I, it. I
1: think the set pieces in that are probably the best set pieces in the uh, in the Michael Bay films. By far um, in the first one, because they, they had to figure out a lot of shit out and they wanted to make it yeah. nice and presentable. Like the, the, the scenes on the highway fight fighting and all mm-hmm. that stuff in, in the city, I thought was really well done uh, in that first movie. And there's some charming moments with the humans in there, but they're far and few between. And I, it, it's just it's a mixed bag for me now. Um, but because I, I think the other movies, being that they're connected, kind of like lower it down just a little <sighs> bit for me. But I, I, standing on its own, I, I would still say, yeah, check out the 2007 movie. But if I had to tell people between the two of these, the 2007 movie and this one, Bumblebee by a long shot. Please check that out. Definitely. I have no qualms with recommending this movie over that one. So,
0: Oh, before we go, I do have a question. Yeah. B127, was he ever called that? I'm not that familiar with all the... I'm not sure. I know, I know there's so many different incarnations. stream. Is that something they did for the movie? Or is he called that somewhere in any of these different – that was something I was going to ask earlier, and I forgot to ask it. Yeah, man, Um,
1: I honestly don't know. Um,
0: Because that came out of nowhere. I was like, where the hell did that come from?
1: While while we wait for an answer, there's something that I'd be remiss not to point out. Uh, and I didn't get this until after I watched the movie, right. I didn't realize it at the time. You know that running joke with uh, Judd Nelson, right? where they show at the end of uh was it fast uh, not I was about to say fast times original high, the end of the breakfast club at the uh, as like a, a plot point in the film where uh, bumblebee's watching the breakfast club several times throughout the film. Yeah. And then that joke at the end where um, John Cena salutes him and then he salutes him back by doing the Judd Nelson <laughs> fist in the yeah. air. That shit was great. but I didn't I didn't know how deep the rabbit hole went. I always knew that Judd Nelson was the voice of Hot Rod in Transformers the Animated Movie. And that was their little nod towards uh Judd Nelson in this film by putting him in it. Uh there's oh, two really? there's two big nods. That, uh, with his inclusion in uh in that scene in the film with him being in the Breakfast Club is a big nod to Judd Nelson being Hot Rod. And number two, of course, they played the touch for like five seconds in this film. <laughs> so <laughs> there's uh two big things that tie into Transformers the movie and, and of course the appearance of RC and maybe some other characters I didn't rec I didn't notice uh that made for transformed as a movie as well so
0: yeah Marcy well, was in one of the bay movies right she uh, was like in the third she... one or fourth one i think she might have been
1: yeah there. i yeah. think she
0: was so yeah, hmm. yeah was i remember this? i yeah i remember hearing the touch too i was like oh my god it's <laughs> like that that guy's happy right got some royalties
1: indeed you know, stan, stan bush man i'm glad you he got, he got a little payola man but uh, mighty Obs- mighty observer says it's weird that, that that that's his name because it's actually a code name <clears> for a bomber plane. Oh, that's a good. That's that's a fun point. Um, I, I'm thinking it was probably taken. Yeah, from it looks of like comments.
0: it. Yeah, it looks like it. Um, a lot of people here are saying it's um, made up for the movie. Yeah. Oh, RC was in the second trance uh, Oh, she oh, was in *Revenge of-, of the Fallen*. Shout out Ooh. to
1: Daniel Mason for that. He, I, I'm, Daniel, D- Daniel, I'm sorry you had to remember that. I'm sorry you had to pull that out Oof. of the recesses of your mind to pull that that that, that factoid out, because we all sat through that piece of shit movie and never again. A
0: movie's so bad even Bay says it's bad. <laughs>
1: oh, 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 damn!
0: <laughs> well, good yeah, on him! So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you can't hold that against him. He will call them, you call them that, but okay. Anything else before we move on?
1: I'm uh, I'm I'm good, man. I'm ready to rate this. thing. <clears throat> okay. All right.
0: Well, Sobro, um, thank you everybody for coming out. Sobro oh. will end us here with some uh, the ways to reach us, and we'll be back in a few weeks with some more. Well, we gotta rate, damn. we
1: gotta we still gotta rate the movie, man. I mean, how many stars, oh, bro? Oh God, I didn't. Oh even think, yeah, yeah I'm ready to rate this, oh, man. man. Yo, uh, man, I, man, man, man. Sorry, No I was. Worries?
0: We were talking so much, and yeah. we kept like trying to end it, and I was like, <laughs> Okay, well, so, bro. Mm-hmm. What would
1: you give Bumblebee the movie? I would give it a uh, 4 John Cena's. <laughs> if I had the music, I'd play it right now. I would. But uh I would I would give it for uh for exploding entrances into the ring. Shout out to John Cena. He I, I think he he chewed up the scenery, but he did a really good job, but uh yeah, I'll give it 4 out of 5. That's
0: what I would do. I'll give it a four whining Morrissey's out of five. There you go.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, that's yes, right, man. Because,
0: man, Morris. the Smiths were in this. Yeah, they were deep Holy in this. Holy God. I know Show love like, that shit. <laughs> and, and the fact that she even said, I'm a big Smith fan, I was like, oh. I was like, is this is this the writer? Is this the director? Who's the big Smith fan that's on this I want to know. <laughs> Yo, when Bumblebee spit that tape out. <laughs> Yo, I was done. Yeah, he he spit out Rick Astley, didn't he?
1: He spit out he spit out the he spit up the Smiths beforehand, though. He spit out two tapes. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Rick Astley, yeah, of course. Pissed. So. Yeah, she got yeah, pissed. she got pissed at him. He says, "You don't like the Smiths?" It's like, well, they take a bit of getting used to. <laughs> Give us some time, man. They're the shit, but uh, you know, right off the bat, I, I wasn't big about them when I was a kid, but I grew I, I really to I, appreciate them when I was older. So
0: I, I'm, I'm in a ha- I'm in a happy mood right now, so I can't really listen. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> I need to break up with my girlfriend. Yes. So
1: <laughs> my mood is right, so I, I can't be diving into no Morrissey and uh, his uh, his soundtrack of sadness. But we'll, we'll get back uh, to him. Yeah, don't
0: worry. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, so when I need to cry, I'll, I'll I'll cue him up. We're good to go. <laughs> so we're, we're both at four out of five. Good shit. All right. This yeah,
0: just yeah, yeah. I thought she'd actually be a little bit higher.
1: Yeah, man. No, no. Four, four is fair because it has room to grow. So um, I don't want to. I don't want to say, Yo, man, five out well, of five. This movie's
0: not going to grow. Uh, I mean, <laughs>
1: no, I talking about like the, the the where the story goes from
0: here and how yeah, much better the next one could talking, be. Yeah, but you're ranking the movie, if you want to give the movie a five, give the movie a five. Yeah,
1: I mean, no, no, I mean, I think okay. I, I think it's a four. I think it's a, a four star film. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think it is. I, I'm not going to Rotten Tomatoes this where I'm saying, Yo, what's the best movie this this Christmas? No, nah,
0: nah. greatest <laughs> Transformers <laughs> ever. It's like, well, you know.
1: But it's a dope time, and it's a movie I would definitely be buying on Blu-ray. I have not bought a Transformers film on DVD or Blu-ray except for the first one. So my wife bought the other ones, but I only bought the first one way back. But Ooh. this this motherfucker will be. Do you owned. own
0: Revenge of the Fallen?
1: No, but we, we actually yes, we own that. Oh my piece. god! Uh, I've never I've never popped it in. Uh, let me just put that on cool. the table. Never pop that piece of shit in. That's never a, will. It's a bad movie. It's a it's a bad it's a, it's a bad scene to have that movie in your house. I need to take it out back and shoot it.
0: It's <laughs> worth what's worse that or um last night because last night's pretty bad too yeah last night's pretty awful um we don't own that so, though so uh, and that will never be bought
1: or told my wife is like do not fucking buy this movie i don't care if it's on sale for one penny fuck that film i'm done <laughs> I'm So done.
0: <laughs> Woo!
1: Okay. awful
0: all right well thank you everybody for coming out again <laughs> and uh so bro wants you uh Play us out with uh, how to, how people can contact us.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Make sure to check us out over on, um, of course, uh, Twitch. Sorry, not Twitch, but Twitter.com/slash/gundammahq. If you ever want to see uh, when we're going to be streaming next, we usually post our announcements there. You can also find us over on um, mahq.net mahq.net is where the magic happens that's the mecha and anime headquarters make sure to head there and hit the favorites on that i uh, check out what they got cooking especially all the line art they have and all the reviews they have for different mecha series you won't you won't be disappointed man yo shout out to chris who's holding it down um a little birdie <laughs> told me that uh, something may be happening in the near future i will I, was, I will not i will i will hold back on the details for that but uh um next episode man uh, in about two weeks uh be on the lookout for that it may be in about two weeks so let's just estimate that it might be the 7th of uh february and uh keep your eyes peeled for announcement around then uh so okay. if any we'll see what happens uh things may change but we'll keep you guys posted but yeah uh mechatalk.net is the uh the official forums for mechatalk and you can also find mahq on facebook there's a facebook group that you can uh apply to join over for MHQ. uh i think it's uh, a dot uh, com slash groups slash one so you can go there and uh, be a part of the action there as well but uh, that's pretty much it oh you can also watch us live on youtube dot com slash live and run back these archived episodes as well and you can also find us streaming on twitch.tv slash level underscore nine we simul stream between the two channels when we go live so you have your choice of watching it on twitch or youtube and uh, thank you everybody who tuned in today man much appreciated for everybody comes out
0: and watches us live All right. Well, we'll be back in a few weeks. Thanks for listening. Take it easy.
1: just ripped the first moon to shreds. And it's heading this way. We'll try and slow it down. But you'd better get here fast, because we're not gonna...
0: Dad!
1: Bumblebee, activate the explosives! If this doesn't stop it, nothing will. The explosives are activated. Let's get
0: out of here!
1: Gundam. At Mahq is a Shinjuku Station and Mahq.net joint. All right, Hooray, did we did it! Wait a minute! Look, it isn't even dented. Oh shit! What are we gonna do now? being sucked into it!